Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7, episode 377. Today, the nostalgia trap and how it applies to The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and before we begin, I just want to draw your attention back to the behind-the-scenes reel from San Diego Comic-Con that the lovely folks at Lucasfilm shared with us, and in particular, a moment where you see a stormtrooper marching Poe Dameron down a corridor and then round another corridor, and basically I just wanted to say that, um, and I We'll preface this by saying that I have not seen any rumors or spoilers in this regard, so this is my own supposition, but I'd love to hear what you think. I think that's John Boyega inside the Stormtrooper outfit. And here's my reasoning. First of all, uh, just based on Wikipedia, it turns out that John Boyega is reportedly five foot nine inches tall, and so is Oscar Isaac, five foot nine inches tall, and they look very, very close in height. I guess the uh, the stormtrooper boots could probably give uh, Boyega another inch or so, but um, that's part of why I'm guessing it. The other part of reason uh, the reason why I'm guessing it is that when you see Imperials with a prisoner, they're usually marching them. They're usually like four or five troopers and they're marching at a very steady pace. And this definitely doesn't have the feel of a prisoner being taken into custody. This feels like a prisoner being taken somewhere in a hurry. And it makes me wonder whether this is part of what happens before John Boyega ends up on Jakku. And considering that when Boyega is on Jakku, he is wearing Finn's jacket, which, you know, I mean, that is Finn's jacket, the jacket that he's wearing, um, that maybe Finn's coming down with him. So um, these are just uh, my guesses and theories, but I'd love to hear what yours are. Let them shine in the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com. Let's not hesitate any further and talk about the nostalgia trap. So I saw this uh, this comment when I was looking over the live blog for StarWars.com's coverage of the panel discussion at San Diego Comic-Con, and there was a fan question where they talked about how they uh, can possibly live up to fan expectation and the legacy of the originals, and J.J. Abrams' response is, described by the StarWars.com team says, when you're directing a scene on the Millennium Falcon that doesn't make it good, it's storytelling 101. You can't be blinded by your by, and then in uh, brackets, so this is paraphrased, your feelings about the original trilogy. And I think that is another reason why I'm feeling more confident about The Force Awakens, especially in light of the fact that we've had a lot of nostalgia-driven movies recently. And I guess I should say nostalgia-driven in the sense that people decided to reboot franchises and half the reason why we're actually going to go to any of these movies is because of our nostalgia for the originals. 
And I'm thinking very specifically of Terminator Genesis, which just came out, and earlier this year, Jurassic World that came out before it. And I guess you could say the same thing about Mad Max Fury Road, though I never saw any of the Mad Max movies myself, so I can't really speak to any of them, so I'll leave them out of this discussion, but I'm sure the concept probably applies there as well. And you could even extend it to the Avengers movies and all of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe ones. Um, Granted, you'd have to go back a little bit for those, but the point is still the same. I mean, I personally only went to see those movies because I liked the comic books when I was a kid and wanted to see what they were doing with the characters. And... You know, I couldn't tell you, quite honestly, if they did any cool references to the comics or had, you know, catchphrases that were built in from the comic books that were brought back to life on the big screen. There are probably people who are very deeply entrenched in these things who (laughs) who were able to recognize it and know it. But the point is, is that nostalgia can only bring you so far. And the reviews of Terminator Genesis recently are really hammering that point home, that basically it trades on our nostalgia to get us in there, but that the story itself is really terrible. And the same thing happens sort of with Jurassic World, but the reason why it is so much more successful is because it has a better story, a more intentional focus on giving us a good narrative and letting the nostalgia be part of what greases the wheels for the story as opposed to using the nostalgia as a way to get us in the doors and then flying in the face of it or not bothering to give us a good story. And that's been one of my fears about The Force Awakens, and I think probably aligns with your fears as well and the fears of many millions of Star Wars fans that you know I've read comments from in message boards and forums and Facebook groups, and I've had conversations with where things like, for example, if they hammer too hard on catchphrases that we all know and love, like, I have a bad feeling about this, And if that's what they use as a means of getting us into the story, that that's going to really ring false and we're not going to be into it as much. And in the same way that we keep hearing about practical effects, this and tangible objects, that that is basically code for, gee whiz, we realize that maybe story took a backseat to CGI in the prequels. And yes, I, I know there are a lot of prequel appreciators out there, and I find a lot of things to like about the prequels, but um, I think I'd be, it would be fair to say that that's a prevailing opinion, or at least one that is espoused by the media, and one that the Star Wars team now has to overcome in their promotion of The Force Awakens. But I think this talk about story coming first that we're hearing as well is really part and parcel of getting us ramped up in the right way for The Force Awakens and that they're trying the Lucasfilm team and everybody marching out in support of them are trying to let us know that we have nothing to fear. I mean, when you hear, for example, uh, Harrison Ford saying that he never thought he would do another Star Wars movie, but that he was, quote, very gratified when I read the script because I read something that I thought was really remarkable, really well written, and that he was very happy to be part of the story and the cast again. That's supposed to continue to give us confidence. And, of course, the proof is going to be in the pudding, but it really does sound like they know where their priorities are, and that can only be a good thing. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a blockade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not astromech cannon fodder, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.